Welcome to another episode of Horsey New Year! I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this week? Yeah. Fantastic. Killing oh, it. That's awesome. Crushing life. Uh, it is, in fact, the new year in Saddle Club, not anywhere else as far as I know. Thank God. I don't really know when this episode might, comes might out. Might be. Might be. That's... What? Yeah, it might be. Wait. Who knows? What? Hang on. Who Let's knows? See. Hold on. No, we're going to find out. We're going to find out right now. Is it? Are you, gonna, are you checking me against Rosh Hashanah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, close. Close. Yeah, Soon. I know. It's, we're it's we're actually real close. We're getting really, there. really worried about it for yeah. a second there. It's almost. It's almost. So uh, it is. Wait, it's almost, but not. So it is the New Year in Saddle Club and nowhere else. As far as I know, maybe somewhere. Who knows? Actually, by the time this comes out, it, it will. Yeah. So listen, oh listen to anybody listening. Uh, hope you're having a wonderful New Year. It might be. Like, I don't know when other planets start their calendar, too. Also that. we Yeah, we yeah. don't know. We Alex? don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so the concept of a year is really uh, an Earth-centric sort of thing. We kind of go in rotations, really, and we I knew don't it. denote them as such. Mm. I don't. Uh, I don't go by days anymore. I go by souls. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I saw the Martian. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna grow potatoes out of your own poop potatoes? Yes, poop potatoes. So, we read book 14 of Saddle Club. It is called Seahorse. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you what happened in Seahorse. Do it. Lisa is going to San Marcos, which is the gift that she was gifted. No, I don't like that sentence. Which is the gift that she received for Christmas. Uh, she is so concerned with her trip to San Marcos that she forgets to put her bridle on her horse. And Max notices, but Stevie comes in and saves the day and says she did it on purpose, which is what Stevie does, because it's an absolute lie. Uh, Then there's a bunch of math, like weird feed math. I don't know what that was about. Lisa flies to the island and signs up for horse riding. She fights to get into the intermediate group. Uh, And she meets someone named Jill. And she totally eats it on the ride. She's okay, though. Carol is training Starlight. And Stevie is busy not buying a dress. Lisa goes out on another ride, fights for intermediate, and eats it again. So she decides to give up riding. Then she goes and does some really cool stuff that sounded really fun. And then Jill's like a really big jerk to her. And uh, Mom says, no more riding. And Lisa's like, oh, meh, I can't do it anyway. I'm giving it up. Uh, then Lisa justifies Jill being a jerk, which kind of seemed like red flag behavior to me, and says that she is really forbidden, or she isn't really forbidden to ride horses because her mom said so and not her dad, which, you know, that sounded like her misogyny showing. Um, another red flag. Uh, you know what, though? It, what would have made it? Uh, made her really forbidden to ride is if her mom had been endorsed by a man. Uh, more on that later. Uh, Steve finds out, or Stevie finds out that she doesn't need a dress after all because it's not a formal dance. Uh, Lisa rides again and is like super scared, uh, and then saves Jill from like immediate and utter death or nothing. One one of those two. Um, uh, Lisa and Jill then get invited to a private rail try a private rail tried. Lisa and Jill then get invited to a private trail ride, uh, which I decided that they absolutely should not do because it's 100% super unsafe because I just watched the movie old. Uh, uh, Stevie goes to the dance with Phil, and he seems pretty cool. Uh, And the girls all thought of each other as New Year 
rolled in or as the new year rolled in, uh, which as we found out from Alex is impossible because they were not in the same time zone at that time, which is something that I had not thought about, which they were, you know, talking about whether or not ESP could be a real thing, which apparently not, because when you think of each other hours apart, not that impressive. It's not ESP, it's EST, motherfuckers. (laughs) So there was... (laughs) One sentence that super, super stood out with me uh, after Stevie realizes that she doesn't need the dress and she spent like all this time trying to figure out how she was going to get a dress. uh, She does decide and announces that Phil must never know. And as soon as I read that, I realized how bad I want Phil must never know (gasps) t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this can happen too. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess I, sh- I should explain that before. Oh, no, you know what? Jenna, you should explain the endorsed by a man thing. I It's funnier if you did it, but okay. okay. I, don't, I don't want people to think I'm really but, a jerk, and I just said that in the middle of the thing. But maybe Alex should explain it, since she was more the target of it. <laughs> I could. I could explain it. <laughs> All right. All right, dear listeners. Uh, Jenna and I recently, and no one else apparently in this no one I'm telling... We're mm-hmm. at a super small, several billion person convention called Dragon Con. Let me know if you've ever heard of it. Billion? I don't know. We're not math bitches, okay? <laughs> I said super small. I'm sorry. Did I need to go with like quadrillion? I don't know. It's just a small, little, intimate, multi-thousand person <laughs> convention called Dragon Con, where we were doing a panel called Female Presenting in the Digital Space, where we talked about what it's like to be a woman in the digital space, working with men all the time. You guys get where I'm going with this, right? Like, you know, we had to talk about experiences and how to deal with it and how to work with men who maybe don't want to let us talk or anything like that. After said panel, beautiful, wonderful, incredible Mr. Stephanie Crignola came over and he said, you did a great job today. And I was like, oh, I don't really think I did. I, I did okay. You know, because that's how I truly felt in my heart. And I thought I would tell him the truth. And he yelled at me that he was the man. And he got to say how I did. <laughs> Which was the like, funniest fucking thing. He felt like as the man in the room, he was really the expert on really the whether expert. we did a good job or not. <laughs> and I did die. experience. <laughs> it was so good. It was so fucking good. And then... Yeah. At the very end of this tirade, he told me that, that he endorsed it. And so I told him we needed t-shirts that said endorsed by a man, Mike Crignola. Yeah. So good news. You can get a shirt that says endorsed by a man now. <laughs> I hope that none of that made it sound like Mike was serious about adding. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. <laughs> it was all fucking hilarious. It was so good. It was so, so good. And so, DuckDuckJenna.com, you can go get your Endorsed by Man t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I figure that's got to be that's gotta be enough, right? Like, you walk into a meeting with an Endorsed by Man shirt. Like, yeah, Absolutely. You're, like, you're I'm wearing that to work every single day. <laughs> they need to know. You're like, no, 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 it's okay. I'm Endorsed by a Man. <laughs> a man said it was okay, so my idea <laughs> will be going through. Oh, so good. So I did listen to this book through the feature on the phone. I had my Kindle app and I have that feature on the phone that that reads the book to you and it does a just a shit terrible job, uh, which is which is fine. I get the gist of what the phone is trying to say most of the time. Um, There was one moment that just baffled me. Like, I cannot wrap my head around it. There was a moment in this book where it talks about a chicken coop. Uh-huh. And the first time it mentions a chicken coop, the book did not read chicken coop. It did, in fact, tell me that it, there was a chicken cooperative. And I... <laughs> and then two sentences later, it does say coop again, and the book did read coop that time. And I was like, what? So I go back and do it again. It did say chicken cooperative yet again after seeing the letter C-O-O-P. Was it on a line break the first time? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, so it was just making choices. Yeah, it just just decided 
the chicken cooperative. So then, of course, I started thinking about chicken communes and, you know. Yeah. Yeah, of course. The logical next yeah, strut. Yeah. Like, is that is that really how chickens live? What did y'all think of the book? I, I just got to backtrack for one second because I did almost ask you to give me the inside scoop on chickens, which I thought was a great joke about a chicken's <laughs> home. And I now realize. <laughs> that Andalites live in a scoop? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I thought it was a good joke about a chicken's home. And then I realized why it wasn't. <laughs> Although, I feel like if I had a a chicken magazine, the Inside Coop is a pretty good name for my chicken magazine. Ooh, yes. Yes, please. Uh, when will I receive my first publication of this chicken <laughs> magazine? <laughs> it's only four chickens. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. some of us aren't allowed to get the chicken magazine that we want. Tim? The Inside Coop. That's pretty good. That'd be a good farmer farmer magazine, right? Maybe. Inside Coop. Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> I got a I got a head nod. It's just that like. you gave me the most whimsical scenario and then you gave me like realistic scenario i'm already committed to the whimsical one phil must never know phil must never know. never he must never know phil if you're listening stop you must never know <laughs> we definitely need that on a t-shirt okay so all right admittedly lisa sucked and then jill responds to lisa's terrible behavior by her own terrible behavior and then Lisa justifies Jill's terrible behavior by saying that she was terrible first. And I'm like, I don't think that's the logic we need to use. I don't think that we should say that terrible behavior in response to terrible behavior is okay. I feel 100%, like, maybe more, maybe more than 100%. This book has to have been written by a ghostwriter. Has to. Because this is not the Lisa that we have seen in the past five books. It's just not... It's, it's like super just not like this is not the Lisa who like she did fearlessly run after Jill to save her from nothing. So so that is yeah from from literally nothing. She could have sat down on her butt and been fine. Um, She didn't because she's dumb. That's just my thoughts. Uh, But I'm also not afraid of heights. There's that. (laughs) (laughs) But this is this is not the Lisa who just barrel raced. Yeah, with like that's zero true. fear. Did, yeah. wha- and I get that like if you take someone out of their normal setting, then it, it is kind of like a little readjustment period. But she f- she fell off twice because she wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that doesn't sound like this Lisa. At Lisa? All. No. Yeah. No, point. she didn't. It's a great point. And in in fairness, I too am scared of heights. I do understand that inability to move. This is what happened to Jill, right? Jill fell off her horse after running her mouth about Lisa falling off her horse, so she kind of got what she got, right? Uh, because a coconut fell on the horse's butt? I don't know. Yeah. This is weird. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jill fell off and then ended up standing on a cliff, which that's a wild move, too. That sounds like some Bella Swan shit. Uh, to, to fall off a horse and end up standing on a cliff. Uh, but she is now frozen with fear because she's at the edge of a cliff. And I'm like, nah, I get that. I get that. I would be frozen with fear, too. Uh, and I get the, you know, the dizzy, wobbly feeling that you would get at that point where you feel like you're going to go forward because you just can't stand still. Because uh, you can't, like, balance yourself anymore. I get all of this. What I don't get is the whole, like, I just say, n- no, no. Like, realistically, you were just standing on the edge of a cliff. Like... I know it was scary for you, and I know that sounds awful, but let's be honest, you were just standing on the edge of a cliff. Also, how do you fall off a horse and end up standing on a cliff? I mean, I've seen in the jumper ring when the horse refuses the fence and the person flips over their head and then the horse puts their head up and they end up sitting on top of the standard on the one side watching their horse like gallop away. So that seems unlikely as well. <laughs> That's so I, fair. I guess That's an fair. unlikely scenario could possibly happen. But yeah, overall, she should have dumped her over the side of the cliff and done with it. <laughs> <sighs> no, I just, it, it was, it was like, 
made to sound much more dramatic than it was because like you're right like all that all, all all jill had to do is literally like sit down like yeah and then scoot back yeah also if but, i were like that riding instructor i wouldn't be like wow you two did amazing you jumped yeah. my my very uh expensive chill trail horse four feet and then galloped him over dangerous terrain after another child exactly as i wanted let's go on a special day trip together that i'll make sandwiches for i'd be like hey get the fuck out of my barn you dumb fucks so that was very canadian sounding when you said barn um so uh i also think that this frederica was her name yeah frederica is a terrible 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 insurance liability yes (laughs) lisa falls I want to go back in the intermediate course. Sure, whatever. Lisa Falls gets kicked twice by a horse. Yeah, whatever. Let's, let's load up, try it again. Kid almost gets dumped off cliff. I could, okay. I I can understand in some scenarios, falling off a horse does not mean that you are not a good rider or that you you did something horrifically wrong. Like it's a learning experience and potentially... I can understand why her first instincts wouldn't be, you fell off, you absolutely have to get demoted. It's like, okay, let's discuss what happened and figure out, like, what? Because if they're riding out on the beach and this kid comes up with an ATV, shoots in front of the horse, the horse turns, she falls off because the horse spooks. That's an accident. I'm not going to be like, you're a shitty rider because you couldn't hold it. Well, I might say that, but that would be mean of me and wrong. It would be funny, though, so I might say it. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It it depends on the situation. So I could see why. However, you're correct that repeated instances where yeah. she has proven herself not to be a good writer or a trustworthy narrator of what went down. Also, she hasn't taken care of any of the coconuts overhanging the arena where they keep the horses before the trail ride. So like, yeah, there's multiple levels in which she is an insurance liability. Yeah, I was I was a little confused at the way the coconut. It sounded like it. It sounded very Rube Goldberg, like the coconut fell and the coconut rolled down a hill and then I guess hopped back up into the air and hit the horse. The horse in the in the you rear. Mean it like didn't a, just fall straight on its butt from the tree. That's. It sounded like it didn't. It's entirely. It like I it, just. I assumed that it just fell straight onto its butt. Yeah. It sounded like there was some rolling or something that happened. So Is I assume a, it rolled down like a gutter. Is of another building. Tech girl adding in some some fun details that we didn't get. Maybe. Maybe. She's talked about the chicken cooperative, so I feel like maybe your your reader has an agenda. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. And it involves chicken cooperatives. Yeah. And Rube Goldberg machines. Yes. For coconuts. What other type are <laughs> <laughs> So Carol's turned in Starlight. Oh yeah, that old chestnut horse. Nerd. <laughs> Carol was pretty pretty Carol in this book. Yeah, they they gave her a one note. They gave her one note to hit. Yeah. So like in the ghostwriter theory that I am now fully buying into, I yeah. feel like they nailed Carol because it was like, just make a girl that's real frustrated about training her horse. Mm-hmm. That's it. She went and hung out with Judy some more too, didn't she? Or am I making that up? I feel like she talked to Judy at one point, if not. Maybe that's what it was. Because, yeah, because Judy had that whole conversation with her about, like, yeah, that's exactly what training young horses is, and eventually it'll all just stick, but two steps forward, one step back kind of a deal. And then Stevie, at one point, calls trying to find Carol, but can't because Carol is training Starlight. And so the colonel tells Stevie a joke, and Stevie hangs up before he gets to finish the joke. And I was like, you monster. And... The Colonel and Carol have a Humphrey Bogart marathon to bring in the new year. And I realized how many Humphrey Bogart movies I haven't seen. Oh, really? I have not seen The African Queen. Okay. I have not. I love Casablanca. I love The Maltese Falcon. I have not seen The African. And I think there was another one in there. And then my dad was watching one the other day. And I realized I hadn't seen that one either. I don't know why Humphrey Bogart's been a thing in my life lately. Marseille? Something about Marseille? Okay. Hang on, let me look up Humphrey Bogart movies real quick. I don't think I've ever seen a Humphrey Bogart movie. Some of them pretty good. 
Some of them pretty good movies. I do know that the Maltese Falcon is the most expensive movie prop like ever. Is it? Yeah, it's it's been the one that sold for like the highest amount. And I think that's adjusting for inflation. But uh, yeah, it's like the the most expensive movie prop that's ever sold at auction or something like that. Interesting. We're no angels. I have seen We're No Angels. I've never even heard of that. He was in eighty five movies. So Passage to Marseille was the movie that my dad was watching the other day. So how did they decide which ones to watch in the New Year's Eve marathon? I imagine probably his most famous movies would be the ones that I would pick. Well, they wouldn't be the ones that I would pick. They would be the ones that I would assume that they would pick. I would watch The Cane Mutiny because I haven't seen it. So what you're saying is that for this New Year's, this year, 2023, you will come up with the Tim Humphrey Bogart lineup. I absolutely will. I absolutely will. I love it. How, how the many Tim Free think, Bogart, yeah. Tim Free Bogart. Bogart. Do you think five movies would, would work? Listen, yeah. this is the Tim Free channel now. Okay, I will pick five Humphrey Bogart movies to watch to bring in the New Year's. Nice. I've seen Angels with Dirty Faces, too. I didn't know he was in that. Basically, what you're saying is you, you've actually seen a lot more than you thought, and not yeah. a lot less. It's sure looking like it. Yeah. I bet you I didn't know who Humphrey Bogart was when I watched that movie. Mm. That would be fucking weird. Yeah. Now you're existing in my world. Mm-hmm. Angels with dirty faces. Well, I almost gave away the ending of it. <laughs> Do they clean their faces? <laughs> for, for a 70-year-old movie, Tim? How dare I know, you? I know. Well, I'm thinking that might be one of the ones I pick for the marathon. And so if anybody does this, I don't want to ruin the ending. Okay. All right. That's fair. And mm-hmm. considerate and way nicer than I would be. Yeah, I've been giving people shit about like, oh, no, you ruined a Harry Potter book for me. I'm like, get with the times, motherfuckers. I am making myself a note now. It's the sound of my notebook. It'd be a lot funnier if your pen were squeakier. Is that picking up at all? No, not even a little. Damn it. Not the slightest bit. I think it might have been on the audacity. I see a little spike there. My little pen noises might have showed up. We can dream. We can. Okay. This book, though, y'all. Y'all, this book. This book. This book, I don't, I feel like just like not, not enough happened in this one to really actually talk about it. You know, I think, I think you helped me figure out why I felt disconnected from this book. Cause it feels like a ghostwritten book. Yeah. It feels like a ghostwritten book. It just feels like the person who wrote this doesn't actually know where the characters were at this point in time. No. They're like, let's be really vague. Or maybe Bonnie had to write it like. Since it is a holiday-ish book, she had to write it early and didn't know all the things that they had done yet. Maybe. We had the same conversation on Animorphs Anonymous because we uh, decided that book 10 of 12 was wildly out of order and it felt like it should have been book number three. Yeah. But it was also ghostwritten. It was. By Elise. Did I say of Everworld? I think so. Yeah, I don't want the Animorphs people coming for me. We are about <laughs> who, who are who are the animorphs people if not us yeah. tim <laughs> <laughs> all right so what do we have for horse news alex oh shit we're already there huh we are already there already there all right uh <laughs> i have an article that shannon said to me that was a little older but it was so cool that i was like fuck it i'm going to say it Anyways, uh, and it is, I mean, this is from 2019, okay, so it's it's a little bit old, but they were able to extract liquid blood from a 42,000-year-old foal found in Siberian permafrost. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which That's is, crazy. Right? It is 27,000 years older than the mammoth that they were able to extract liquid blood from, and those are the only two instances of this ever happening. Wow. Clone that horse. They're trying. Clone that horse. Clone Clone that that horse. horse. Yeah, they are super trying to clone this horse. Uh, I was, I looked up a little, I was Googling around a little bit, and I didn't find any attempts that had actually succeeded of it. Um, By the time this article had come out, it had been like, I don't know, like six months or something like that, and they Mm -hmm. had had 20 unsuccessful attempts. Uh, But they were still trying. Um I don't know if that ever came to fruition because it's it just hasn't. It just hasn't. There's no yeah. record of this happening. So if it did, it was not anything that worked out well. 
Yeah. You know, you know what they're probably missing? Hmm. Frog DNA. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the that's probably going to be the key. That is the key. If they they insert frog DNA, mm-hmm. then they can put all the sequences and the genomes that are missing back together, and then we could have. A very very old horse, really. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what you're saying. That was really anticlimactic. I thought we were going to build up to this big crescendo about like, you know, some monster horse finds a way. Yeah, like some peril that man has created for himself. Well, yeah. I mean, like that feels like it always is like the fear. That most of us, especially the really learned, have is that what we're going to have is a, a the thing situation on your hands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I do. Alex is like, I don't. Horse. I don't know. I, I don't. But, li- like, okay. But also, they legit cover this in Jurassic Park. I mean, there's the entire conversation of, like, condors, condors. You wouldn't have a problem with me if I had brought back the condors. And then... Of course, Dr. Ian Malcolm is like, well, no, because that wasn't something that was man-made deforestation. And then you went and did a conservation project. This is something that God intended to kill and you brought. So, like, this is a conversation that's like, listen, the horses aren't far enough removed that this is a, a monster problem of we have never, like, lived in an environment with beings like this before and they want to hunt. This is a horse. <laughs> It's a cool but, old horse. What? It could be a serial killer horse. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Yes. Idle horse. Yeah. Yeah. This could be Horse the Ripper. Could be. You, oh, you shit, don't know. That's, a, that's an episode title. Horse the Ripper. <laughs> write, it down, a, write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Right <laughs> I mean, podcast title. I'm still naming the podcast. Yeah. That's yeah. Still right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Don't acknowledge it's a bit. Shut up. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Naming the whole show. Don't ruin the immersion. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I'm saying is you don't know. I don't maybe, know if the horse is a murderer. Maybe the other horses and animals in the animal kingdom rose up against this horse to stop his tyranny. Exactly, yeah. They trapped him in the silt pits for yeah, 47,000 right. years. And now mm-hmm. that power is out. Mm-hmm. And it it can't be contained now. It cannot be contained. Mm-mm. It's 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 Red Skull. It's Red Skull the horse. Yeah. Red's full. Red's full. Red's, <gasps> Red's, Red's full. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> Except, is it Red's full or is it Red full? Red silt full. Yeah. Listen, Red's full. Think about it like a swing. <laughs> Just like a swing. Okay. That solved all of my questions, Alex. Good. All, every one of them. Okay, so I got to tell you that we did go to Dragon Con, and we did have uh, a live show at Dragon Con, and it was amazing. Uh, Jenna did an amazing job with the horse quiz, the, yes. the super mega horse quiz. Yes, she did. And we did crown our first annual, I'm going to call it annual, our first annual horse quiz champion. Um, her name is Amanda, and she was amazing. And I'm sure when this episode drops, we'll post some pictures from DragonCon. Um, yeah, it was fantastic, and I can't wait to do it again. And we met some some really cool people that uh, also competed in the quiz, and it was a ton of fun. That being said, I, the reason I bring up DragonCon is to bring up uh, Alex's joke from DragonCon that I did love so much. We found this a fun little breakfast place that sold these things called Sconuts. Uh, they're scones and donuts mushed together and they not mushed together. Not, not, not that, but that's sort of the idea, right? Uh, but we, we, we got these sconuts and Alex did have more than one of these sconuts, which Jenna refuses to call sconuts. She just called them scones. They're not fried donuts or fried dough. These are not fried. They're not donuts. I don't give a fuck. So Jenna decided that they're scones. And since Alex did have two of them, she decided that they were no longer scones. They were skatoos. 
Now, okay, all right. Tim only knows the half of this story. Um, he's yes. only well, he's only telling you half of this story yes. because the other half did happen when we were not around anyone else except for a tattoo artist who I almost did get a line put through my leg. If <laughs> no, okay, there was never any fear or worry because the tattoo artist was fucking amazing and also had a death grip on my leg, and that's the only reason I didn't come up off the table. Um. As I'm getting tattooed actively with a needle in my leg, Alex says the word skatoos. <laughs> and I felt my soul try to lift out of my body. I was laughing so hard. It was amazing. And I wouldn't have been upset or mad if I did have a line through my tattoo because I'd be like, oh, do you want to know how I got this scar? Because I'll tell you right now. I saw you telling me that's the Joker's origin story. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it would have been my origin story as a villain. For sure. The Joker was brushing his teeth and then Alex told the joke. (laughs) Do you want to know how Mr. DNA got these scars? (laughs) (laughs) All I know... That is the tattoo, so... Yeah, it's... Tattooers is fucking amazing, by the way. Fuck yeah. The only thing from my perspective that happened was I said this dumb fucking thing. Jenna did not laugh. I just felt the emotional sort of surge from the table. So I just immediately started apologizing profusely for what I thought was the worst thing I'd ever said. I had to lock my shit down because I was going to literally leap from the table laughing. God, it was so funny. Oh, my God. It ended me. It ended my whole body. I was done and dead and on that table dead. And then I came back and it was great. And then we did go and eat skatoos. We did. Sitting in the Hilton lobby or Hilton basement floor. Do you want to say where you got the tattoos? On our legs? No, thank you. Do you want to say (laughs) the place where you got the tattoos? Fuck yeah, we got them at Mystic Owl Tattoo in Marietta. It was amazing. It was honestly the best tattoo experience I think I've ever had. 100% 100% like the entire you. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Mary. Um, May. It says Mary on our scheduling, but I believe they go by May. I'm Is that correct? In that I'm not confident. They said there was a scheduling issue to someone and that the text notifications were coming in with the wrong information. I Sweet. That's awesome. Where May came from. So, so I'm not sure. I don't know either. <laughs> Maybe they just couldn't afford ours. Hold on. No, I'm getting the Instagram name. Yeah. This will help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And just know that if you ever need, that's not the right one. If you ever need a cool, nerdy tattoo. Oh, yeah. It's maybe tattoos. M-A-E-B-E tattoos. Nice. Like spelled spelled normal. Tattoos spelled normal. Um, Fucking awesome. The whole experience. Top to bottom. So, so good. So incredibly amazing. Yeah. All right, Jenna. I got distracted because there there is a Totoro on their Instagram that is uh, so good. And I love it very much. All right. We doing this? Are we, are we ready? Have you not had enough quiz? No. No. <laughs> oh, How? you know what else I got to say sure? about that? You know what else I got to say about that quiz? What? Yeah. Hit me. Uh, so I spent like... A very long time before that quiz, worrying that we had not made the quiz because the questions on this quiz have gotten very, very difficult. Yeah. Like so difficult that we almost can't answer them anymore. Mm-hmm. In fact, we mm-hmm. generally mm-hmm. can't answer them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was worried that the questions were going to be too difficult for the people at the con. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how much more these people, like, I, I admit to being a novice horse girl. I'm still learning how to be a horse girl. These people were professionals. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to like, step up that difficulty Hands down. First of all, time. Amanda knows way more about horses than I will ever forget. True. Just period, then, and done. Um, but I think you said that backwards? No. No. Has has forgotten more about horses? No. No, absolutely not. No, I forget everything that ever enters my brain. <laughs> um, I said it the way I meant it, Tim. Did I'm endorsed okay. by a man. Don't question me. <laughs> Okay, thank you. That's what I thought. But literally everyone who came up and answered questions. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I I don't know how Jenna felt, but I know I was getting worried towards the end. I was like, we didn't make this near hard enough. And oh and no, I had gonna... some real hard ones coming up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. did very mm-hmm. very well, except for me. I think I probably missed. No, you didn't. 
Okay. Yes. (laughs) Quantifiably, you missed more than the rest. However, you got so many right that I was very impressed, honestly. Way to go, me. Way to go, you. You didn't get any points from it. Way to go, you. I'm going to try that for that Class D horse license. Oh, yeah. Get it. All right. Are you ready? I think there's a mosquito in here. Are you ready? Yes. I hope. Four. Horse number one. Horse number one is an American Western television series. Well, that that's where the horse is from. That aired on NBC from 1955 to 1960. That's like pre-Mr. Ed. Yeah. That's before Mr. Ed. That's... What would that be in time? B-E-D? <laughs> Bed. 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 Uh, yeah, silver is a good guess. It's um, my only how, guess. Uh, was it, there was a... Oh, is the howdy doody. One? Not howdy doody. I don't know if this is right. Is silver's the other horse? Was that Apache? Uh, that sounds right. I feel like it might have been, but it's clearly not right. Hmm. Is it Green Acres? When was Green Acres on TV? Gunsmoke? Green Eggs and Ham. What was the, was there a horse on Green Eggs? Wasn't it Wilbur the Pig? What, was there a horse on Green Eggs? I don't know. Green, Green Acres? Okay. <laughs> you there, did that to me. Was you there, did that to I me, I did Alex. on purpose. <laughs> was there a horse on Green Eggs, Tim? Was his was name it? Ham? Wilbur was from Charlotte's Web. What was the pig's name? From? Green Acres. Because maybe if I could think of the pig's name, I might be able to remember if there was a horse. Listen, the only Green Acres I know is that one movie about Eminem. What? <laughs> what? That was not an acre. It's a mile? It's a mile? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't the Green Mile. No. That was a whole last different movie. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I swear to God, I've had Green Mile is Tom Hanks. I can't remember. Eight Mile is the one with Eminem. There we go. That's the one. Wow, you guys. Green Green Mile had the guy who used to be Kingpin before Vincent D'Onofrio, whose name I can't place right now. Is Green Mile in a jail? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Kingpin before D'Onofrio. Yeah, in the the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. He was King oh, I, I don't know why I can't think of his name yeah. right now. Mm, God dang it. I know. I know. You're horse quizzing me. I know. I know nothing about this horse, if that's not clear. Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. I believe he was in the Green Mile also. He played John Coffey. Like the drink, only spelled different. K-O-F-I? You know, I don't actually know because I've never read the book. Um, yeah. well, I guess I could tell you right now. You could. Yeah, the, that the that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, he played C-O-F-F-E-Y. E-Y. Okay. Okay. Uh, so a Green Acres horse. I didn't say that it was. Turn. I didn't say I that it was Green Acres. I know, but you didn't say that you it said wasn't. it was Green Acres, yeah. and then decided to run with it. Yeah, Earl. No. This show stars Peter Graves as Jim Newton, who operates the Broken Wheel Ranch in California. Bobby Diamond as Jim's adopted son. Joey Clark Newton and William Fawcett as ranch hand Pete Wilkie. Roger Mobley car- co- co- yep, co-starred in the two, se- two final seasons as Homer Lambert, a friend of Joey's. Peter Graves? Yeah. The pilot from Airplane? Is that Peter Graves? All right, Tim, so name the horse and airplane. You got this. Yeah, yeah, Tim, go ahead. Is there a horse and airplane? There might have been a horse and airplane. Is there a named horse and airplane? I doubt it. I doubt that horse had a name, if there was a horse and airplane. If there was, his name would be Cessna. Peter Graves. God, this feels like Buffalo Bill adjacent now. Bonanza? No. Is Peter Graves in Bonanza? No. Gunsmoke. I said that already. Did you? I did. That horse's name is Thunder. Oh, Thunder's a good one. Yeah. That is really good. Yes, it's not right, but it is really good guess. 
All right. The frequent intro to the show depicts the beloved stallion running inside a corral and approaching the camera as the announcer reads, insert name of horse here, the story of a horse and a boy who loves him. Red. I, I've seen this. It would shock me if you hadn't. Sugarfoot? It's not Sugarfoot. Mm, Sugarfoot's a good guess, is Peter Graves the pilot from Airplane? Yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know it. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, all right, all right, okay. Are we going to Google? Yes. All right. Sundance? It's not Sundance. Damn it. That's a good, okay. that's a really good guess, though. Yeah. It is I, good I have one that will get you to where you need to be, but okay. it all is right. like a, it is, is a softball. Okay, you okay. give us a softball. It'll save us from Google. There is a dog in this house that is named this. Rusty? Nope. Duncan? Nope. Pip? Nope. Sophie? Keanu? Nope. <laughs> Fury? Yes, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I even thought Furiosa, and I didn't think Fury. Wow. Fury. I do like how there are six dogs that could have been the possible answer, and it took us all six. Yeah. That was pretty nice. It made me, it made me chuckle a little bit, like because it just shows you that even your softballs are too much for us. <laughs> I just thought since you'd already said thunder, and I said that was a really good guess. It's because I thought Furiosa. Okay, all right. And I was like, well, there's yeah, no way you got to say that whole name because then she knows she's in trouble. We should play the Furiosa. Intro that. <laughs> whenever, whenever Fury's running around, we'll just play the intro to that show. We should do that. Are you ready for horse number two? Yes, please. Are you sure? I don't know at this point, but... All right, sweet. Horse number two was the on-screen companion of singing cowboy Gene Autry in 79 films between 1935 and 1952 and 91 television episodes of The Gene Autry Show between 1950 and 1955. I'm gonna have to watch media at some point. <laughs> Yeah, but you wouldn't watch that. Maybe Why I Why not? I did. The Gene Autry show? No, at this point. You oh. did growing up. Like, right now, if you were like, I'm okay. going to start media now, you would not start with the Gene Autry show. But there's a lot of horses. Rocket? No. Oh, Rocket's a good one. No, wait. Maybe. I feel like the Rocket would be later. Yeah, that's probably a good point. It is a good name, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I guess if you were to name a horse Rocket in 1950, they'd be like, what? Yeah, what? what uh, do you mean? Yeah. Is it Thunder? It's not. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it Lightning? No. Okay, g give us another clue. All right. In addition, this horse starred in 26 episodes of his very own television series in 1955 and 1956. Is it Silver? No. Brownie. No. I just, whenever these come up, I just want to keep thinking of like older horse names. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Because I'm sure I mean, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. Like Fury. It's not like now where it's going to be like GCH Westphalian Toltelanadas <laughs> of Denmark. The third. <laughs> it's not going to be something like that. It is just like a straight up word. That was used as a horse name. Bullet. No. It's a good guess, though. Mm -hmm. Pistol. No. That's also a good guess. Shadow. Not, not, Shadow's good. That is a good guess, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dawn. No. All right, can you give us another softball that's going to get us there? This is the name for uh, someone or something that continuously wins stuff. Champion. Yeah, go Tim. Nice. Woo! No, I wouldn't have gotten that one either. I don't remember a horse. I don't remember anything about Gene, Gene Autry. Autry's horse. Okay, all right. Yeah. If you don't, all right. That's fine. Okay, so um, some people may have already guessed this, but the category for today's horses is Wonder Horses. And horse number three is the first horse to bear the name the Wonder Horse. And was clever the companion Hans. of actor Tom... No, it's not fucking clever, Hans. Get out of here with that trash. Was the companion of actor Tom Mix 
Ooh, how dare you? Okay, uh, so let's run through our list real quick. Thunder, shadow, bullet, <laughs> pistol. Bullet, yeah. yeah, pistol, gun smoke. Uh, mm-hmm. Silver Apache. Silver Apache champion uh, pine. Fury, mm-hmm. Pip, Keanu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rusty you're, Duncan. You're a lot closer in that range than you think. Donut. No. D- Donut's a good guess. Can Donut's you imagine? a good guess. That's great. It's, it's both adjacent to that, and it would be very funny because of Dungeon Crawler Carl. Prepotente. Prepotente? You're, I mean, you're closer than you think. President? No. What's another, what, it, I'm not going to get, I'm just going to confuse you if you say that, so never mind. <laughs> Banana. Rapier. No. Bayonet. Rogue. No. Fighter. When Tom Mix placed his handprints in the concrete outside Grauman's Chinese Theater in 1927, this horse's hoof prints were placed alongside them. He was the first horse to be given equal billing with his human co-star and was featured in in was featured in the title of three movies. I'm not telling you them because they have his fucking name in them. I almost <laughs> did it though. Did you see me almost do it? Trigger. Again, I'm just going to say no. trigger. No. Uh, you have the correct first letter. Ooh. Uh, tiger. No. Trumpeter. Tonto. Mm, no. Tim the horse. <laughs> Tim the horse. Mm-hmm. Tin. Which Tim didn't hear a difference between that and his own mm-hmm. name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom's horse, Tim. <laughs> Teddy. Teddy's a good one. Theodore. This is, this, you're really good. Besides film, this horse was also in the Cells Floto Circus with Tom Mix as his writer. A program for the circus in 1931 made a statement about the bond between the pair. Every patron of the motion picture theater knows Tom Mix and his wonder horse, insert name here, who for years have been almost inseparable. Tom is the only master this horse has ever had and the only person who has been on his back, which may partly account for their extreme love for one another. I have no idea. Okay. All right. Tambourine. This horse's name is short for another name, and it starts with T. Tommy? No, you did see a human being with this name at Dragon Con. Tony? Yay, go Alex. <laughs> I'm just going to start finding softballs <laughs> to get you there. Okay, next stupid question from Alex. What is Tony short for? Anthony? Oh, that makes a lot of sense and I knew that. Huh. And I even knew that one, but my mind was like, yeah, Tonifer. Just, just Tonifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, every name that is short for something else, is like Tony. Jenna, is an a fur name. Yeah, Timifer. I absolutely. Timifer. Like, mm-hmm. I have never felt a moment so hard as what Alex just went through because I've been there so many times. <laughs> when I've asked a question, somebody has said the answer, and I've been like, "Nope, I already knew I that. Already I don't know why that. brain couldn't mm-hmm. produce it. Brain yeah. didn't know it, but brain thought so. I just in my mind, I was just like, Tony goes nowhere after the end of it. It ends on the Y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Tony goes nowhere. Uh, well, yeah. I understand. Like, your name is at the beginning of the alphabet. It's the first four letters of your name that are the shortened form. So, like, you just don't, you don't have to think about other people who are further along in the alphabet than you. Well, and it's also not fair because they take sort of the back half of the name. Yeah. They drop the front half of the name and that's confusing. It's not Thony. It's not Thony, yeah. And it should be. Because then I'd know it was Anthony. Well... Yeah. And it's also you Anthony know it, and not Antony, which, well, sometimes it is, but that's usually I was about to say, I. except, except like, the origin of the name. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you know, but they, they do some fuckery. You know what You know what the cool kids are doing now? What? They're dropping off the front and end of their name and mm. just taking the middle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why I go by knife now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy. 
It's way better than my bit. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. No, damn it. That was way better. Like, I'm dropping the whole moth thing right now because knife is so much cooler. (laughs) I like it, though. Knife and moth. (laughs) (laughs) Knife and moth. (sighs) Fucking, god damn it. Why don't you go by knife? I guess I do now. Yeah. What's up, everybody? My name is Knife. (laughs) With no K. Because fuck that K. Oh, good. There's still something for Alex to rage about. Yes. My name is Knife Chill with no K and no L, which sounds like kill. I don't know why I added that. <sighs> okay, if it My helps, next... just, just going back one second, if it helps, I am very lost every time somebody tries to extend my name because I both forget that it is and don't like it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, there is more. You don't like the name yeah. Alexander? No, that's okay. I don't like my full name. Don't dox her. Don't dox her. It's Alexander. To be fair, I don't like my name either. So when somebody does call me Jennifer, I'm like, why though? (laughs) Have you ever looked at me and gone, that's Jennifer? No, stop it. Go away. Hiss. Yeah, usually Timothy means I'm in trouble. I think that's probably a big part of what it is. There's only a couple people who regularly call me Timothy, and I'm not in trouble when they say it. And I, there's right now we're up to one person who calls me Moth. We we still haven't gotten that. Yeah, we haven't gotten that to catch on fully yet. Hopefully, knife knife, knife and is going to catch on like wildfire. Yeah. It's a flammable knife. Fire knife. Fire knife. Infer knife. Ah, <gasps> that okay. That's a Pokemon name if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Probably not a medication. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. So uh, in the preceding minutes to this recording, I did watch 75 TikToks. Uh, Those 75 TikToks were all sent to me by Alex. Like I finally had time to sit down and catch up on all of them. Yeah, he told Uh, me that. And like he was he was shocked by it. Genuinely. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that doesn't surprise me because I've gotten 20 today. <laughs> and I don't I don't think it registered because he was just like, oh, yeah, all right. So I'm like tw- 20 today. Today. Yeah. I do yeah. try to hold back when people haven't watched them in a while. But when you respond instantly, my bad behavior is just yeah. encouraged. I feed into it. I did also in, in very similar circumstances, Tim, your husband also went through the 75 plus TikToks <laughs> I had sent him today, and I received responses to every single one, and I, at the end of it, was oh like, my please goodness. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Malicious replying. Yeah. <sighs> I've, never, I've never seen the weaponized replying before, but I do. I do enjoy the concept. Nice. I was like, it's okay. You don't have to go through the like. It's been three months of me sending these to you. You don't have to go through these now. <laughs> That's really good. You know what people should do? What? In- instead of watching TikToks. No. What? Please tell me. I haven't figured it out. People should go to singlethoughtconnection.com. What can mm. they get at singlethoughtconnection.com, Alex? Oh, I mean. Probably a lot of really cool things. Like maybe they could find a link to our Patreon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And like we have a lot of cool stuff there, like content and, you know, metal horses in the barn. (gasps) Oh, my God. You guys want to know who we've got there now? Yeah. Always. Uh, Let me tell you about our metal horses in the barn. We have, of course, Moose Jaw McGraw, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly. Those are our horses that we put in the barn ourselves but you know what they're not alone because nate has hot lava spaghettios philip d keating stevie lake's boyfriend has iron meriden anonymous steve has dale donuts the third matt elman has dime bag and scott has ronnie oh wait oh wait did you think she was done (gasps) she may be but i'm not that's right (laughs) there's another there's a new metal horse in the barn, would you like to know who it is? Yes, yes please. In the barn from Matastrophe, we have Myrtle Combat. Oh, that's such a good name. <laughs> yeah. 
What a great name. That's amazing. I am so stoked. I'm so happy and pleased with it. You don't even know. I mean, I guess you do know because I did just tell you. Yeah, but I still feel like I could know more. Yeah. Well, where where could where could people come and talk to people like us in Metastrophe? Interestingly enough, uh, in the Discord, we hey. have that's right. We have a Discord, and everybody should go and join. Yeah, you can find a link to it on X. Weird. And probably on our website. Yeah. Weird. Like it, I can't, it doesn't fit. I know. I hate it. It's, yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like, like I, it. I just like thought... I like our website. That's not what I'm saying. That's, oh. that's a great place. I love it. Um, I hate saying you can follow me on X. I, but like, I thought it was just like a, like an icon change when it first happened. And I was no. like, oh, they, they got rid of the little bird for a, yeah this is weird yeah and then like last week they finally got rid of like calling well last week as in like three weeks ago by the time you're listening to this uh got rid of calling it a retweet what are they so now it's just a repost oh i thought it was gonna be a re-x okay (laughs) re-x i don't think i I re-xed to that I don't think you can put that toothpaste back in the tube. I know. It, I think it's just, just going to be a retweet whenever just anybody leave it talks as tweets. It. Yeah. yeah. Tweet, but, uh, tweet paste. Alex? Tweet paste. <laughs> yeah. Big paste. You can't put that tweet paste back in the tube. I like it. In fact, I should tweet that. Or whatever they're calling it now. Exit. <laughs> I should leave. <laughs> no exit. <laughs> weird yeah 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 elon musk is weird (laughs) y'all can go watch our panels over um at twitch.tv slash dc digital media yeah exactly dc digital media and dc digital media too right yes um and then you'll get all the (laughs) the dumbass in jokes that we're gonna be saying for the next few episodes forever at least a few of the dumbass in jokes that we're going to be saying for the next few episodes they're not even in jokes they're published and available to you it's true they're they're out there jokes they're out there out there or outro (gasps) bum 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 you just paul blarted this (laughs) Uh, that's that's generous that's generous i'd say you paul blarted it (laughs) Mm. <laughs> and this brings our podcast to an end similarly to the way that a coconut almost ended all of the children in this book <laughs> yeah 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 thank you for listening to horse girls if you want to know when new episodes are posted or live shows or share your observations of this positively academic podcast follow us on facebook at horse girls podcast twitter and instagram at horse girls cast and if you want to buy some radical shirts and things visit duckduckjenna.com america's most beloved search engine to search for one thing and that's horse girls merch if you want to be endorsed by a man duckduckjenna.com want to take our relationship to the whoa 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 want to take our relationship to the next level you can become part of our <laughs> barn just... at horsegirls.club uh, yes tim did you just think that you were moving too fast in that one he's <laughs> <laughs> just like whoa slow down me this yes. relationship's going a little quickly <laughs> i just needed me to take a moment and really <laughs> Would I ever be so rude to any of you guys? <laughs> you want to take our relationship to the next level? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. I can do this. I've got this. Come on. Get it together. Yeah. Go to horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls where you have a veritable plethora of things to offer you like content, but more importantly, horses in the barn. Just to ignore the tears that are streaming down my face right now. <laughs> if you want to find us another podcast, you can. If you like TTRPGs, check out the Botch Podcast and Dungeons and Draken Beams and Late Starters. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one Singular L. 
one of them. You get one, okay? You get one. Everyone is issued the amount of L's that they need to go to twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill. And you have been issued yours. And it is one. And if you take a second L, I suggest you plug that into Google. And if you, like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice, he has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, it's because it is. And it was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at besideyoucomic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Mm-hmm.